I don't remember when I first saw that map, but I remember being absolutely horrified that that's how we elect our members of Congress in Pennsylvania. And why is that? Because I just, I couldn't believe really that politicians were so, like they didn't even try to hide it. They didn't try to hide the fact that it was a gerrymander. And it stunned me that everybody could know about this. This wasn't something that was happening like in secret, this was something that was out for the whole world to see, and yet people were still getting away with it. That is Kyle Hines. He's 15. He lives in the part of Pennsylvania known as Happy Valley. And the map he's describing? It's the congressional map of Pennsylvania that emerged from the state legislature in Harrisburg in 2011. The one with the notorious district in suburban Philadelphia whose jagged, wandering lines reminded some of Disney characters. The Washington Post again called this goofy kicking Daffy Duck. I actually think it looks more like the Energizer Bunny. The one that the Brennan Center for Justice called one of the most blatant gerrymanders in American history. I'm Chris Satulo, and this is Draw the Lines, the podcast that's out to slay the gerrymander. The people have the right to alter and reform. The people have the right to alter and reform. If you are a centrist or a moderate in a district that is overwhelmingly partisan, you really don't have a chance to win. There is no path to victory for Trump in Pennsylvania, except we won. He saw the word homicide and opened the door. It was the wrong door, but people were going to die. You have the uh, Speaker of the House in North Carolina who comes out and says, this is a 10-3 Republican congressional map because I don't think I can draw an 11-2 congressional map. And I thought, is this is this legal? I mean, and who would say it? Who would say it in public like this? That basically strapped this case to a rocket. I feel like really almost anybody could draw a better map than that. You know, sometimes the answer to the problem is a really obvious one lying in front of you. It's the lines. So why did we start the final episode of our first season by listening to a 15-year-old? What could a sophomore at State College High School teach about politics or election mapping? I mean, here are some of the events that happened before this kid, this Kyle Hines, was even born. The 9-11 attacks. We understand that there has been a plane crash on the uh, southern tip of Manhattan. You're looking the Florida recount. All of us at the networks made a mistake and projected Florida in the Al Gore column. The Patriots drafting Tom Brady. New England's offense already designed for Bledsoe. Now comes Brady. Can he overcome that lack of mobility? Michael Bishop's the Kyle was in diapers when Mark Zuckerberg launched Facebook and in preschool when the first iPhone was sold. He was in elementary school when Pennsylvania's infamous Donald Duck kicking goofy election map was drawn. So what could he know? A lot, as it turns out. You see, Kyle Hines, baby-faced and squeaky-voiced though he may still be, knows more about election mapping than 99.9% of the populace. I think that in any democracy, people, all the people should have the right to make decisions about who governs them. And I feel like in safe districts, that doesn't really exist because like a voter for the minority party uh, doesn't really have any true power. So I thought that as many competitive districts as I could draw, that would be better. And draw them he did very well. 
Kyle's prowess earned him the title of Pennsylvania Champion Youth Mapper in the very first Draw the Lines PA public mapping competition. A few months ago, he stood in the rotunda of the state capitol in Harrisburg to accept his award and a cash prize of $4,500, as well as the plaudits of envious entrants to the competition who were twice or three times his age. His map was one of the three best of the 2,700 that were started and the 318 that were entered in the Draw the Lines competition, the largest of its kind in the nation's history. Kyle pulled off something very hard to do. His map set up 14 competitive congressional districts out of the state's 18 overall, while still looking geographically logical and earning a top score for compactness. Let me be honest here. When I came up with this crazy idea for the Draw the Lines mapping contest two years ago, Kyle Hines was pretty much what I had in mind. An ideal person to prove the point that, given the chance, ordinary folks could draw better maps than self-interested politicians ever would. I have a plea to make to you. Go to our website, drawthelinespa.org, and click on the Contest Winners tab. Kyle's map is right there at the top. Take a look at it. You'll see. The kid cleaned the politician's clock. His map even stands up to a comparison with the new one the state's Supreme Court imposed last year, the one drawn by a hired expert out of Stanford University. So let's get to know this boy wonder of election mapping. So I'm 15 years old right now. I go to State College Area High School. I'm a sophomore. Um, I have one brother. Uh, I have to awesome parents. My mom uh, works at Penn State University in the Human Development Department. And then uh, my dad teaches English and history at the county jail. My favorite class right now is math. I'm really, really interested in math, and I'm also really interested in history. And I have like an interest in politics, so math and history are my favorite classes. Is there any particular part of history he really gets into? Well, I'm really, really, really interested in like modern history. And like the era from maybe 1980-ish onward, I think that it's really interesting to see how things have evolved within the last few decades to get where they are today. Pennsylvania has just been called for Donald Trump. That's it. That's, that's it. it. Yeah, that's it. I think she'll now have to concede. By the way, the number Adam. one Google search uh, that's been trending is Canada immigration. Right. Say. The 2016 yeah. election riveted Kyle's attention which made him a little unusual for his sports-obsessed hometown. Most of my friends could not care less about politics, and they think I'm overly nerdy for being into politics. So, did the other kids sort of roll their eyes and go, Kyle, shut up, we don't want to hear about it. That sounds pretty accurate. Kyle first heard about Draw the Lines and its online mapping tool called District Builder, when he attended an event on the Penn State campus, he decided to check it out. Well, I saw District Builder at first, and at first I hadn't really given much thought to how I wanted to draw my map. So I started just playing around with just putting districts together, at least that just had somewhat equal populations and that would work. And my first map that I came to was kind of terrible. But I really, like, I really, really loved it kind of from the beginning. So it was a really cool experience to be able to play with that software and to be able to, like, draw my own map 
given that I felt that the maps drawn by the legislature were terrible. While scanning a list of possible goals for a map that the project provided to would-be mappers, Kyle decided that two stood out for him, competitiveness and compactness. Well, so the reason that I wanted to draw as many competitive districts as I could was that I think that in any democracy, people, all the people should have the right to make decisions about who governs them. And I feel like in safe districts, that doesn't really exist because like a voter for the minority party uh, doesn't really have any true power. So I thought that as many competitive districts as I could draw, that would be better. Under the contest rules, any district where Democratic and Republican Party registrations were within 10% of each other was deemed competitive. So, easy, right? No, not given the way Democrats tend to cluster in the state's cities and inner-ring suburbs, while Republicans spread out over its vast array of small towns, farm fields, and mountainsides. Given that, creating competitive districts that don't look bizarre is actually pretty tough. Even mappers who set out to draw super competitive maps struggled to get more than eight or nine of them out of 18. Even Kyle concedes that for a while, certain parts of the state refused to bend to his will. I would say the hardest part of the state to map well is the Pittsburgh area and southwestern Pennsylvania, um, because I feel like, like Pittsburgh has enough Democrats to make two full districts, but I didn't want to give it two full districts that are safe democratic. So it was really a pain in the neck to try to like maneuver around that. And I spent a long time trying to get rid of that safe district that was in Pittsburgh. And eventually I just gave up on it and decided to leave one there and hope that it went well. But that To someone trying to draw competitive districts, the Pittsburgh area was a complete mess. Still, when he finally let go of his mouse, Kyle Hines, the kid from Happy Valley, had fashioned 14 districts where both parties had a fair shot at winning. He also did so well at avoiding jagged or wandering boundaries that he snared a wonderful score on District Builder's compactness metric. In short, he nailed it. So did Kyle smile a secret smile as he filed his contest entry, confident that he was soon to be the state's champion youth mapper? No, I was, I was pretty, like, I, w- I thought it was cool. Uh, I didn't think I was going to win the contest at the time, but I just, I had really just done it for fun, and uh, I wasn't really intending to win. Each Draw the Lines mapping competition has more than 30 grand in total prizes at stake. They're judged first in three regions of the state, creatively named West, Central, and East, and in three age groups, youth, higher ed, and adult. Kyle first won $500 as the winner of the youth group in the Central region. He learned about that through an email he opened during study hall. And I was kind of stunned because I had seen before that I had made like the top 10 in the Center Youth region, but I hadn't really thought much of it. And then I saw the, like, I saw that I had won the whole region. I'm like, I could actually win. I didn't think I was actually going to win, but that's when I first kind of thought, this could actually go well. (laughs) Once regional honorees were announced, their maps were posted on the Draw the Lines PA website. 
pending announcement of the statewide champions. Like a lot of the other contenders, Kyle couldn't resist scoping out the competition. Yeah, I did. I spent a lot of time looking at the other maps, trying to figure out who I thought, like whether I thought I actually had a chance to win. And the conclusion I came to was maybe, but probably not. So it was pretty, like, I definitely spent a lot of time, like, kind of nervously fretting over it. Like, am I going to win? Am I not going to win? That big reveal occurred at the end of an award ceremony at the state capitol last February. Kyle's mom was with him, as were some volunteers from the Fair District's PA chapter in Kyle's home county, there to support the favorite son. We had come down the night before, and we stayed in a little flat a few blocks um, south of the Capitol. And we, like, we showed up at the Capitol, and I was pretty nervous by this point. And then, uh, and then when the, then when it was announced that they would do the statewide awards at the very end, I was like, oh no, <laughs> I have to wait another hour. But it was really cool, like, getting to walk up the Capitol steps, getting to talk in the Capitol Rotunda, and just the whole experience was really, really neat. As state champ among youth, Kyle won $4,500. His parents have been pretty firm on what will happen to that dough. It's going in his college fund. Not that Kyle is spending too much time worrying about where to apply. I really, I don't have any plans at the moment for college. Like I know I in, I in general want to go towards economics or political science, but I don't have a, an exact school in mind yet. Hey, it's fine, Kyle. You're only 15. When he got home, Kyle suddenly found himself getting interviewed a lot by reporters. Why are you like a map guy? Are you into politics? Where do you, how do you come at this? Well, I'm super into politics. I'm super into mathematics. And so I feel like the issue where they really come together is redistricting reform and gerrymandering. Well, I don't know that I would have called myself a media darling, but it was, it was kind of strange, like hearing my voice on the radio and seeing my map on the front page of the Center Daily Times, that was, it was kind of weird to me, to be completely honest. And so, was the kid with the nerdy interest in politics suddenly the toast of a normally sports-mad high school? Well, uh, on the Draw the Lines website, there was, I don't know if you remember this, there was this press release that you put out, that the Draw the Lines people put out, that uh, when talking about the regional winners, started by saying that the youth winner had been, and I quote, a baby-faced high schooler from Happy Valley. So my friends had a lot of fun with that. With all the attention, Kyle has been able to achieve one of the main goals of the Draw the Lines PA project, arranging sit-downs with local lawmakers where citizen mappers can talk with them about redistricting reform. So both of my um, state representatives and senators are pretty on board with redistricting, at least they say they're on board with redistricting reform. And so usually there's not much debate so much as just talking about, like talking through potential solutions to the gerrymandering problem. Another main goal of the Draw the Lines mapping competition is to give people, especially students like Kyle, a hands-on, sleeves-up experience, one that teaches them a bit about how democracy really works. Kyle has some thoughts on why students should take the time, usually three to four hours, to do a map on District Builder. Well, I think it's really, really important that everybody care about redistricting reform because it is really, 
it's a crucial issue. At this point, it's an issue of whether people are going to have their full rights to vote in a fair election. And I think this really impacts high schoolers more than anybody else because we can't vote yet. And because we can't vote yet, I think it's really important that we understand that when we do vote, much of the time it will not be in a fair election. It will be in an election that is largely that was largely rigged from the start. And so I think that if I could tell every single Pennsylvania high school and really every high schooler across the country why this is important, it would be that this is essentially, I think, more than any other issue, the future of our democracy at stake here. And this is the future of your ballot when you go to cast a vote. So I think this is more pivotal than anything else. So now you can probably see why, when we were deciding which Draw the Lines mappers we should interview about this project, we thought of Kyle Hines. But this son of teachers from Happy Valley isn't the only honored mapper who's worth hearing from. For example, there's also Geraldine Ojuku, a member of the team from Wilkes University that took second place statewide in the higher ed division. Um, I think moving forward, it just proves to show that how easy, easier it can be to actually create districts that reflect the people who live there, essentially. And I think that's really important for this time and people's trust in government, people's trust, especially in uh, local and uh, lower level elections, is like realizing your vote does have value. Or Philip Hensley, the 29-year-old from suburban Philly who won the adult division with a map that even Kyle looked at enviously. Here's Philip talking about how, even though he is a devoted Democrat who works on political campaigns, he still set out to draw a fair competitive map rather than in a, sort of a, a reasonable deep way, blue right? one. We wanted to take into consideration the other values that people find important when they look at representation. Or Sarah Stroman, who worked so hard to create districts that honored school district boundaries. Or Sophia Jensen and Logan Ford, a team of students at Mercyhurst University, who wowed the judges with their bullseye treatment of pesky Allegheny County. Their map had a suburban district encircling one that covered the city of Pittsburgh. Or Blyden Potts, the former professor from Shippensburg, who entered multiple maps, each experimenting with maximizing a different goal, and who then said this as he accepted his second place award at the state capitol. Contest, and I'm especially looking forward to the day when the results of this movement causes Pennsylvania to no longer have gerrymandering. Thank you. Working quietly in family rooms, library carols, and high school labs, the hundreds upon hundreds of Draw the Lines mappers are providing evidence that speaks volumes as we roll out a new mapping competition each semester. Their work shouts that the moment for reform, the time for major change in how we do this core task of democracy, has arrived. They prove that anyone given the tools and data and being willing to put in the time can do a better job of mapping than incumbent politicians, who are, after all, on this matter, the most self-interested people in the world. Their prime directive is keeping their jobs, not nurturing healthy democracy. Here's the message that every Draw the Lines mapper sends to the powers that be. No more excuses, no more delay, no more sophistry in defense of an indefensible status quo. The time has come.
time to slay the gerrymander. Time to say, here's where we, the people, draw the lines. Well, that's it. The final crescendo of the first season of Draw the Lines, the podcast. We hope you found these six episodes thought-provoking, informative, and fair. That, at any rate, was our intent and our effort. If you like the podcast, please like, rate, and review us on your favorite digital audio platform. Because word of mouth from people like you is the very best way for a scrappy little nonprofit podcast like ours to get known and heard. If you have criticisms or suggestions, we want to hear those too. Send them to me, Chris Satulo, at this email address, info at drawthelinespa.org. Draw the Lines is a production of the Committee of 70, a nonpartisan, nonprofit good government group based in the birthplace of democracy, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Our producer is Joel Patterson. This episode was recorded both at the studios of WXPN Public Radio in Philly and at Kelly Writer's House on the University of Pennsylvania campus. Thanks to Mike Vasilikos of WXPN and to Zach Cardner of Writer's House for all their help on this project. Music is by Blue Dot Sessions. This podcast is made possible by grants from the William Penn Foundation, the Hillman Foundation, and the Heinz Endowments. So let me leave you with this thought. It is our house. It should be our mouse. Let us slay the gerrymander.